moment that you've all been waiting for from just north of the border. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest rudo. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to one of the three hogsmen. Devin's not here. Big Duke said maybe next week. But today is uh, May 19th. It's a Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. We're uh, a day late, but not a dollar short, Adam. That's true. It's May 19th, also the day that Cain murdered his parents. Oh, for reals? That's, yeah, it's, it was a whole storyline where Cain was spooked by May, the name, uh, the date of May 19th. How, how, how do you remember that? When was that storyline? 2005, 2006. Who was that storyline with? Was that, that wasn't Taker, right? Uh, no, I forget, because they brought in the fake Kane, which was uh, Doc Gallows. Oh, for real? And then they had a match that was just terrible. Even he would even they both admit it was bad. All right. Well, so yeah, there was a weird storyline. I think it was based around the movie. See no evil that was coming out. Oh, trying that's to, like, right. Double up on scary stuff with Kane. So Adam bringing you a little bit of wrestling trivia. Well, Mike just brought news to my mind i didn't even know about right that's before right. we started and now i'm looking and right now and it's like wow that's big news today and we will get into that all right yeah pretty big news yeah but uh ladies and gentlemen we are recording a day late which means this uh podcast is coming out a day late the reason being covid man COVID, so man. i uh yesterday i had to go get a covid test for my uh my wrestling adventure this weekend out in las vegas have i have to provide a negative test to wrestle on that show and also i had my uh second vaccination shot scheduled for yesterday so i told adam uh hey i'm not sure exactly when i'll be done with this stuff um you know we kind of shot towards the time and then adam said hey his uh his girlfriend had just received her second shot and uh, she wasn't feeling too great so you wanted to, to be the good boyfriend. I remember when I used to have to do that. And then you get married and you go, hey, listen, tough it out. Okay, I got to go. <laughs> uh, so we were just like, hey, let's just let's just push it back day. to tomorrow. You know, no big D. And here we are. The Hogsman Podcast. Adam, what's new, man? <sighs> Nothing much, man. Just excited to uh, get back to some normal stuff in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Back to normal life. Yes, I I, uh, I hope so too. It, it looks like it's happening. Um, so I was down in Mexico this past weekend. I was in the Rosarito area. Okay. So Buenos Dias, and uh, had a great time, man. That was the first time I've been to Rosarito. I, I think almost in like twenty years. Because after I turned eighteen, used to go there all the time with my friends. You know, around eighteen, my uh, eighteen and nineteen, I was there a lot, like a lot of spring breaks down there and all that kind of stuff. And it used to be kind of like uh a quiet beach town yeah uh down there and then like hordes of spring breakers would flock down there and, and party um and man it's changed yeah it's a lot more developed down there um there's just a lot it's just more lively i guess you yeah. could say it's crazy uh i can't say i think it's better because you know the uh, traditionalist in me, the the old school guy, is like, "Hey, man, it was better back in the day." Yeah, you know, you should have said, you should have seen it back when I was younger. That's who I am, right? I'll always be that person. But uh, it was a good time, man. We we drove down there Friday night. 
It only takes about an hour to get down there. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. Real nice. We uh, drove down there with another, my wife and I drove down there with another couple and uh, got down there around, I think like nine o'clock, went out to the uh, the clubs. Actually, first got uh, got tacos first. Listen, I'm an experienced uh, vacationer in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I'm basically Mexican. El numero uno. I've been of down course. there so many times. I, I consider myself uh, as one of them. Okay. Uh, my, my my Spanish is just not, not up to par. <laughs> and, uh, man, they have just the best tacos down there, man, down in Mexico in general. And let me tell you this, people. If you, look, if you see a place and it looks really, really nice and, and it's fancy, it ain't going to have good tacos. All, All right. right. It ain't That's gonna... the taco shop rule, too. Exactly. The dirtier the look in the taco shop, the better the food's exactly. going to be. Exactly. When you look at a place, if you're, if you're down there looking for tacos, what you want to look for is the place where you go, hey, man, I might get food poisoning from there. Yeah, you might get food poisoning, but you guaranteed are going to get incredible tacos. Yeah. Um. So we went to that place. Uh, I can't remember what the name of the place was, but man, they were so good. That was the best food I had I had all weekend down there. Three tacos from this place, a hole in the wall. The uh, the cashier doesn't even have like a POS system. That's a point of sales for anybody that hasn't worked in the restaurant industry. Uh, he's got a calculator and a money box. Love it, love it. Um, but yeah, man, it was cool. Then we went to Papa's and beer after that. And it was it, that place has really changed. Also, they've really like spruced it up. And yeah, man, it was just fun. It was a good time Friday night. And then Saturday we went wine tasting. So I jumped on a bus or a shuttle, I guess you could say, with a bunch of kids around like 27, 28. Fun fact: everyone was vaccinated. That's I was cool. I was the only person that was half vaxxed. These are some responsible kids. And uh, yeah, so we went. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. You know, it's it's the winery area. Yeah. You know, it's about an hour hour drive, and it's really nice, man. I've never really been inland in Mexico. I've always been on a coast. Yeah. So you know, you, you drive down Rosarito and then you kick it inland, and uh, the wineries are real nice, man. They're real nice. It's, it kind of reminds me a lot of Ramona, like the uh, the landscape and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So we went to four wineries. The first one was really cool. It was a smaller winery, but it was uh, it was like kind of like the most official wine tasting. They actually brought us down to the wine cellar, and uh, you know presented like five wines. You know, and you, they just give you a little like, da- you know, a little dash yeah. of of wine in the glass, and you smell it, and you do all that stuff. It was cool. I'm not a wine guy, yeah, but it was kind of cool. Like they're telling you about like you know how to, you know you know about the flavors and the smells and all that kind of stuff whatever dude (laughs) and uh and then we went to another winery that was incredible it was out like the just beautiful uh scenery and all that kind of stuff and then we went to another one which was like a little bit more like hipster Mm -hmm. it's kind of being like a a nightclub like you know like the loud music the oh yeah yeah and it was that was kind of whack that was kind of whack but whatever you know that was the most busy one though yeah like people were like trying to get in there like it was a goddamn nightclub and then the final one this place was called Quatros Quatros and it's up on top of a mountain overlooking the ocean amazing yeah amazing view the bathrooms the bathrooms uh all the stalls look out over the ocean there's no there's like they have like it's open you know it's not yeah. like uh, it's not enclosed it's open 
it's really cool, man. That's pretty cool, yeah. So if you go to Quatro's Quatro's, you got to use the bathroom. You yeah. got to check it out. And but that was, that place was very nice. The food wasn't so great, but uh, we we, God, that was a long day too, man. We we had to get to this. Uh, we had to meet everybody up at, at this house that they were staying at by eleven o'clock, and then we didn't get we didn't get back to that house until like ten o'clock at night. It was long, dude. Yeah. It was long. And it starts to get to that point. So I'm very much a person, like, I hate not being able just to leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm done, I'm done. Like, you, you feel like, well, you don't feel like, you've, you're basically stuck there until exactly. the time is up and everyone else leaves, yeah, where you might normally leave a lot earlier than most people. I'm, back in the day, man, I was a big Irish exit guy. You know what that is? Yes. I say, hey, guys, I'm going to the bathroom. And... You go to the bathroom and then you dip out the front door. Why do you do that? Because you don't want to say the goodbyes. You know what happens when you say goodbyes? You get stuck there longer. Yeah. Why? Because everyone's like, oh man, have a shot with me. Hang out a little bit longer. Come on, man. Have a shot with me. You know who fucking does that? Hunter. Hunter fucking does that. Okay. Hunter's like the goddamn energizer bunny of drinking. I don't know what the fuck's up with this guy. Well, I know what's up. One, he's a hick from Georgia. Okay. Two, he's got that military experience of like staying up at, uh, and, and out late. Yeah, you know, obviously when you're in a war 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 zone, you can't you can't just nod off. And yeah, I'm just like. And then there's the wrestler part of you that feels like you have to say goodbye to every single person oh, yeah. before you leave a locker room. The handshake, or the handshake, and shit. Yeah. Yeah, no way, man. But uh, so I'm like a big Irish exit guy. Like, hey, man, I'm out. Yeah. You know, but in that kind of a situation, I I couldn't. You know, I'm in a, I'm in another country. I'm riding on a shuttle. We're we're hours away from where we're staying, and it just gets to the point where it's like you just want to go home, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. You know, we we've been up since like nine o'clock, and now it's ten o'clock, and we still haven't gotten home. We have to get jump in a cab to go home. It just gets to the point where you're just like, I'm just done. Yeah. I'm done, man. I'm done. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but it was fun, man. It was really nice being back down in Rosarito. Seemed fine down there. Um, you know, the mask mandate doesn't really exist down there. Uh, I wore a mask when I thought it was appropriate and I didn't wear the mask when I didn't think uh, I needed to. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's, that's how it should be. Like, even when all this mandates get lifted, like if you, if you feel like you need to wear one, make good decisions. I'm not going to judge you if I'm, if you're wearing one and I'm not, and you shouldn't judge me if I'm not wearing one and you are now, you know, what's weird. So my neighbor uh, she's real uh, by the book, mm-hmm. you know, like whenever like so all my my neighbors are real friendly with each other and we all meet up like in this little dog park area that's right outside of our spot. And we all, you know, talk and, and hang out. And and uh, this one neighbor is real by the book, man. If you ever say something that goes against like the CDC guidelines or anything like that, she she's like, well, you know, this is why <laughs> this is why. And it's like, hey, listen you're allowed to not like certain things. Yeah. You know, like I understand like the thing, the way things are, doesn't mean you have to accept it. You can have griefs and gripes about it. Yeah. But anyway, she's so by the book and uh, we were talking about, I was like, Oh yeah, I got my, yesterday we're talking. I'm like, I got my vaccination, my, my second vaccination. And it takes like what, two weeks for that shit to kick in. Really? Whatever. It's in me. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're talking about like uh, Newsom this whole time. He's been like Mr. Scientist, right? He's like, Oh, well, the science is saying this, the science is saying this. And then the CDC comes out and says like, oh, hey, by the way, like you can take mass, your mass off if you're vaccinated, yeah. right? If you're fully vaxxed. 
and then Newsom's like, nah, we're going to go against the CDC guidelines, and uh, we're st- you st- the mask mandate's going to stay till June 15th, right? Kind of weird, yeah. right? When you've been like, hey, we're going we're gonna to listen to the science, and then when the scientists are saying, hey, it's okay to take the mask off, he's like, nah, nah, hold on, Mr. Scientist. What do you fucking know? Yeah. But uh, I was talking about that, right? And uh, my neighbor, who's all by the book, she's like, well, you know, you can still get it even if you have that. And I, I understand. I get that shit. Maybe one or two people have fucking got it. You look at, look at the fucking masses, the, the majority, right? I that, mean, that's pretty much what you have to do. That's you what can't you have just to look do. at like yeah, some exactly. people have breakouts, you know. Exactly. But anyways, um, and then they're talking about like you're going to have people like, uh, like uh, that aren't vaxxed acting like they are vaxxed, you know, like just lying about it just to like not wear a mask or something yeah. like that. And hey, man, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So my neighbor's like, well, how are you going to, how can you trust people that they've been vaccinated? You know, how can you, you just got to take, and it, yeah, you just got to take their word for it, right? We do it all the time. If you're vaccinated, you don't need to worry about other people. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Like you can still get it, but if you're vaccinated, you're less likely to suffer the serious symptoms of what people were getting in back in the day. Yeah. Like the people who are anti-vaccine, they're never going to get it. So why would we wait for them? We're not going to wait for the people. Like, yeah, I get it. June 15th. So it gives a couple people a couple more weeks to get their shots, yeah. get their final shots done. And then by that, by then, okay, if you're not going to get the shot, you're not going to get the shot period anyway. So I'm not worried about you anymore. Yeah. And also, I mean, all the old people, they should have it already. They should. But, right. Yeah. Or if, if they, if they denied it, Hey, that's on you, dog. That's on you. I'm guessing a good majority of people have gotten it. Yeah. Right. So, um, if not fully vaxxed, at least their first shot and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyways, um, you know, she's bringing this up. She's like, well, how can you trust that people got vaccinated? And I'm like, we take people's word for it, for it all the time, every day. And she didn't really understand how that, how that could be. And I was like, well, you drive Adam, right? You drove over here to my house today. Yep. Did you check everybody's fucking driver's license on that road on the way here? I did not. Do you say, hey guys, everybody, present, bring him out. I driver's license. I want to see him yeah. before I get on this road. You take their word for it, basically. Like, hey, they have a license. They know how to drive. I'm not asking all of them. Hey, do you have a couple of drinks tonight? I brought that up too. When you get out on that road, do you believe that everybody is 100% sober? I'm just taking their word for it. They're driving. They must be saying like, hey, they are not intoxicated, right? Mm-hmm. All right. It's exact. I tell this to wrestlers all the time. I tell this to young wrestlers all the time. Um, if say I'm wrestling, maybe somebody on the East Coast that's from the East Coast or something like that. I I don't know who they are. Yeah. And everything they're telling me prior to the match that they want to do, I have to say, I, I have to just take them for their word. Like they know what they're doing. You know, it's not yeah. like you know. I can't just be like, Nah, man, I don't really trust you. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can say so many words, you can politic your way out of certain things, but um, you know, like you you have to be honest. Yeah, right. Like, plenty of people have asked me, "Hey, can you do this? Like some kind of move or something like that?" And if I can, I say yes. If I say no, I I or if I I don't have any experience doing that move, I'll I'll say, I, "Listen, I've never done that before." I've never even practiced it. So yeah. it's probably not a good ch- good idea to to break it out in a match. Yeah. Right? You you, you got to take somebody's word for it, right? And you should yeah. I tell all the young wrestlers don't lie. Don't lie just to make sure just to make it make it 
make it seem like you know you're better than you are yeah right be honest be truthful if somebody asks you to do something in the ring that you don't feel comfortable with say you don't feel comfortable because you've never done it before yeah you know uh but anyways we do that all the time in life you know you, you just take people's word for it yeah. you're a chiropractor all right cool i see all them i see all them uh them you know certificates on the wall but how do i know those weren't just printed out on a goddamn computer that's you have no idea you know so uh it's just stuff like that. Like, hey, I understand. You know, people are probably going to act like they're vaccinated when they're not. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Shake them down for ID and, and and a vaccination card? Well, that's the thing. I think after I think after June fifteenth, you don't need to prove it. But like, things are open up. Like, so you don't feel comfortable going to a place that there might be people who haven't gotten vaccinated. Don't go. Yeah. You hey. can order online now. Like, if you don't want to go into Walmart, you can order a day ahead on Walmart.com and yeah. you just drive up and they'll put it right in your trunk. You won't have to touch anybody. You can do that anywhere now. Like, so if you don't feel comfortable going to a place, don't go. Yeah. But, like, these places, these businesses need to open back up, like, fully. The kind of, we, we, we as a society, a country, we got to open up. Yeah. It's been a, almost a year and a half now. Like, we can't keep doing this financially for the country. Like, nope. You know what's interesting too? I just saw that. So Texas, yesterday, yeah. they reported uh, zero deaths, the lowest like hospitalizations, the lowest across the board for a lot of things since like March 2020. Yeah. And the, the most interesting is thing is you know they had the, f- the opening day for the Rangers, yeah. packed house, full stadium. Yep. They just had a uh, the Canelo fight there. I think it was in Dallas, seventy-two thousand packed house, and. They're showing these result like these these numbers that say, "Hey, zero death cases today, lowest numbers yeah. of hospitalizations, lowest numbers of these." That's a good thing. Yeah. And you remember when people were ta- like, prior to this, when they said, "Hey, when when uh, the the Rangers organization was like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna open this bitch up, we're gonna pack this house,' people were like, "Oh, that's irresponsible, blah blah blah." You know, you're gonna see a spike and all. Hey, you were wrong. Yeah, and that but. But you don't. I, but, you, but you don't hear those people. But that. But that's a good thing that you were wrong. Yeah, it you is. You know. It, hey, I want to see improvement in this country. Yeah. Of of this, you know, COVID nineteen crap going out the window. I, I I want it gone. For anybody out there that still wants this pandemic to stick around, and there is, there is people yeah, like that. Absolutely. You know why? They love the fact that. Hey, man, I got an excuse why I can't do something. You know, like my responsibilities. I got an excuse now. It's like me when I was younger trying to get, trying to get, uh, you know not do my chores. Hey, I, I got to go do this. It's it's like so like every, people are eligible to get vaccinated. The numbers are going down, and then every time someone like when AEW is running a full event at the end of they're running a full pay per view at the end of May, pe- people are always going to have like oh that's irresponsible yada yada. I'm like okay, so at what point are you saying it's okay to have these things come back? Yeah, like if you're saying 100 percent it's gone, that's never going to happen. COVID's going to be around now. Yeah. If you get it, some people will get it. Some people won't, but it won't be in the numbers as high as they were a year ago today. Like it's, it's going to improve, but we can't just keep going. Well, let's just wait it out. Let's just wait it out. Cause yeah. we've been saying that every six months for yeah. the last year and a half. We got to test it. We got to We got to test, see where we're at in, in, yeah. with this, you know, but I, it's not a bad thing when, uh, you know, when people are proven wrong. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. That's great. Let's let's open this place up. Let's let's get back to normal life as much as we can. 
and and uh, and see what happens. So yeah. it looks like things are working out. It looks like this vaccination is is working. Listen, if it's fucking herd immunity, if if it's because so many people in Texas already had it, yeah, and, and they got through it, they they recovered from it, and now they have the antibodies in them. Hey, listen, same result, different path. Yeah. So, like we great. had we had out here, we had a bunch of the Padres guys. Oh, Fernando God. Tatis tested positive, asymptomatic. I don't think he got the vaccine yet, but and then the Yankees had like eight coaches get it. <laughs> the only one who was had symptoms was Phil Nevin, who is a third base coach uh-huh. for the Yankees. But everybody else didn't feel any symptoms. So and they they were the whole team was vaccinated. Oh yeah, they got the Johnson and Johnson shot. They all got it at the same time. So they were at the point where they were just not wearing masks in the field anymore. They didn't have to wear them in the dugout. They didn't have to wear them on the field. Like they could do whatever they want. So, but none of them had symptoms. None of them got sick. So yeah. it's like, if you're going to test positive for this thing, but you're not going to get sick, at what point can we just go, okay, we can just, they can still play when they have it. If they're yeah. not showing symptoms, like that's the way it should be. I, I think you're yeah. I get you saying, by the way, how badass are the Padres? They won all, they won all those games without like their whole team. Dude, that team is so deep in talent that their top four players can uh, can be out with COVID, and we're still winning games. Yeah, I love it. It's a great team, man. It's great, great team. Really enjoy. I'm trying it. to go to a game in the next couple of weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. If I can. Um. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I was like, hey, maybe it's time to go to a game now. Because I told you about the the you know a few months or was it like a month ago I went yeah. to a game and it sucked. But I think it might be a different game or a different uh different uh situation now. And the thing, uh they have these seats now which are specifically for like vaccinated people. Where you can go and sit and not have to wear a mask or yeah. do any of that stuff. So listen, whenever I'm watching a game and I see people behind home plate without no. masks on, I love it. Yeah. I love it because it means that we are getting back to normal. Exactly. It's not a bad thing, people. It's not a bad thing. I like watching games and not hearing uh, the video game sound effects as a crowd. Yeah. That's yeah. it's a lot better to actually hear people. Even if it's only 7,000 people, 7,000 people is better than one. I'll tell you one thing. I am kind of missing Korean baseball. <laughs> Did you watch Korean baseball last year at all? No. It's awesome. Where they had the, what the They'd teddy have, bears is this behind the seats. Yeah. Such random like things in the yacht and in the, in the, in the stands. It's great, man. The Koreans know how to do it. Um, yeah, man. So good stuff, man. I, I like the uh, trajectory we're on. And uh, hopefully it stays that way. Yes, I see agree. what happens. We'll see what happens. But we should probably talk about wrestling. This, yeah. See what's going on. Uh, big news last week: New Jack. Yep. Passed away. Um, I was never a big fan of New Jack in ring, but his promo skills were incredible. Yeah. He made you really believe that he was trying to hurt somebody. Kind of probably and was. Sometimes, too. sometimes he was. Probably yeah. was. But his promo skills, you know, me being in the business, knowing what a promo is and what it's supposed to do. Yep. Even when I go back and watch those old Smoky, Smoky Mountain uh, uh, wrestling promos by New Jack, you believe that shit. You believe it, man. It, it was fantastic. His O.J. Simpson promo is just it's fantastic. fantastic. You know, the, one thing with that with that specific promo is you have to give a reason why you're mad right yeah. like as a heel why are you angry why are you why do you not like these people all that kind of stuff and in that promo he does such a great job it's such a small little thing 
but it's it, it it really describes to you why he's angry. And I don't know if you remember the the promo too much, like as far as like you know word for word and all this stuff. But he talks about he goes you know he he rolled up into the town that he was in, and he steps out of his car and he slipped in tobacco spit. That little reason is enough for me to hate every single one of you in the audience because guess what? There's a good chance a lot of you chew tobacco spit yeah, and it's probably your fucking fault what, that I fell. I love it, man. Just that little, little reason of why I fucking hate you. Yep. It's great, man. And then he tells everybody that OJ Simpson is innocent. Is, it's just amazing. Good. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Amazing. Could you, that must've been what? 1992, that promo, right? That's when the OJ case was thought, going on. I thought the, case was like 94 95 okay, but i could be wrong that. i don't know but man i was very young what an incredible thing to say in that must have been you know obviously tennessee yeah. or something that right probably yeah and just like i do remember very vividly how much that case in general just kind of split the country oh big time like big time like it's less now because i think everyone is kind of like yeah he did it like yeah you know, everybody knows he did. But back did. then, it was kind of like it was, you know, it was, it was a race thing. It was like, oh, he didn't do it. The, the yeah. cop, the cops called him this word and blah 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 blah. Like Johnny yeah. Cochran, man, he, he uh, made the big big bucks for for a reason. Yeah, the defense attorney is a really shitty job to be to have because you're just <laughs> constantly defending people that you're like, well, I know you're guilty, but I got to try to find a way to prove that you're not, even though there's overwhelming evidence you did yeah but anyways yeah that sucks new jack died um you know like i said i, I wasn't a huge fan of his in-ring work yeah but as far as the promo skills i thought they were incredible uh i got to meet him once out in uh at wrestlecade in north okay. carolina back in 2018 i saw him backstage uh of one of the like the super shows and i just he was just sitting there by himself and i just walked up and i just said hey man i want you know i want to say hello you know, like just said hi. That's it. Yeah. And uh, you know, he said hi back, and you know, I, I don't, I can't remember if there was any real like, I don't remember them being any like little like little conversation, but just more like, hey, I just want to say hi, and you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I remember behind the entrance, him sitting on a on like a, I don't know, like a you know like those big rolling uh, black boxes that mm -hmm. they use to like move equipment and all that kind of stuff. He's sitting there just on one of them. He's got a trash can next to him, and there's a match going on. I believe it was um, it was uh, C.W. Anderson, Jerry Lynn, and uh, John Steiker. And I believe Jerry Lynn was refing. Okay. I think Jerry Lynn was refing. And uh, and New Jack was just sitting behind the the entrance, just sitting there, like kind of like looking down, like maybe he was like. It, I, I don't know if he was, but it looked like he was kind of like hung over or maybe not feeling too well. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's that's the, the posture he was sitting in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, so, I'm just kind of like sitting there watching him. And then all of a sudden, Natural Born Killers hits, right? And he kind of just stands up like, you know, like hands on his thighs, like, uh, like stands up and just kind of like looks up. And all of a sudden, just jumps right into character, and I was like, "Man, that's fucking cool!" You know, like that's really fucking cool to like see this, yeah, like this kind of like you know behind the scenes kind of stuff. 
And then he went out there and obviously with the trash can and the shopping cart and started chucking shit in the in the ring and beating up people with yeah. vac- vacuums and shit like that. But the crowd went fucking nuts of for course. it. And uh, yeah, man. I mean, that, that that feels you know, you know, condolences to him and his family. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. The guy made an impact. Was, the, guy, the guy made an impact. It was very eerie because on that note the uh, dark side of the ring with Nick Gage was on like the day before. Mm-hmm. And there's so many similarities between the two of those guys. Yeah. Obviously Nick Gage went to prison for a long time for robbing a bank, which is a hilarious story in its own right. But they have so many similarities of like the kind of style of matches they work and just kind of their personalities. Like, so it was just kind of really weird and eerie that like the day after that aired new Jack died. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I didn't put that together. That's true. I watched that Nick Gage Dark Side of the Ring. It was very interesting. I thought it was. In, I thought it was yeah. very interesting. Um, Not sure I'd want to work a death match with him because it just seems he kind of just does what he wants. I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'd never been in the ring with him, so yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't really want to do a death match, anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know about that, but um, I thought it was very interesting. I didn't know he had a brother. I didn't know he had a brother that was uh, in wrestling. Yeah. And the thing that kind of like that I thought was kind of interesting about that was his brother looked a lot more traditional. Yeah. Like he had like traditional wrestling gear, all that kind of stuff. Body. He was pretty, looked like he was, you know, pretty, pretty good shape. Um, I wonder if I want, I'm sure Benny must've known him. I, I'd be very, I'd like to talk to Benny and be like, Hey, did you know his brother? Cause that's the thing. That's the craziest thing to me is Nick Gage obviously doesn't come out in traditional, uh, in-ring attire. Yeah. He comes in, like, with you know, wearing a shirt, shorts, you know, like, just kind of normal shoes, I guess you could say. Yeah. And his brother had, like, trunks, boots, knee pads, like, very traditional wrestling gear. And I, I thought that was just very interesting. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. I'm sure Benny was around both of them. Yeah. Well, I know he, I know Benny's friends with uh, Gage. Okay. Um, And then it's kind of weird how, you know, Gage obviously wasn't in a good place for a long time, it looked like. You know, uh, sounds like drugs uh, yep. was a was a was a problem. Sound like the brother kind of kept it the straight stayed on the straight and narrow, and then yet he ended up. But taking, he had bigger demons that he just hid. Well, yeah, he ended up taking his own life, and then Gage ended up working and working his way out of you know the addiction and going to prison and all that kind of stuff. It's also kind of weird, like when I heard he went to prison for robbing a bank. Just hearing that, you go, oh, this guy's obviously a criminal. You know, like, yeah. that's that's what criminals do, is they rob banks. But hearing him saying, like, listen, man, he was he was just down and out and had nothing and needed money. Yeah. And he thought, like, all right, man, and this is, like, the one way I can get some cash. You know, like, it's the... Uh, he, he was just... What can I say? It's... Uh, Desperation, yeah, desperation. Yeah. Really, when you're like, well, if it goes if it goes poorly, then like it wasn't going to get any better anyway. So yeah, yeah. But can you imagine having to like go outside every day and like see the bridge that your brother jumped off of? Like yeah. that's that's gnarly, that's heavy man. shit. And that was the one thing about this whole this whole dark side of the ring that I thought was interesting. Most of them usually have bad endings, but you know, up until now, this one has a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's in a good place. He's more successful now than he's ever been. Like. So that's, you know, usually like the, the Pillman one obviously had a really shitty ending. Yeah. You know, most of these are going to have shitty end. Like the one this week, I don't think will have a shitty ending because it's 
just a funny story. Which it's, one's it? Oh, is the North the, Korea the one? Collision in North Korea show. Okay. It's, it's such a weird fucking story. I'm really excited for that one. But uh-huh. yeah, his ones, I was like, well, this one had a happy ending. Like, you know, there's he has a heat with David Arquette, apparently. <laughs> Which was, that was interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're doing putting Arquette in there. I don't either. With, yeah. In that type of match. Because I'm guessing, I've never, like I said, I've never done a death match. But the thing is, don't make sudden I, I, uh, erratic movement. Yeah. And that's like what happened. To, that's how Arquette got his neck, you know, his neck yeah. sliced. Um, but also it's like, man, hey, Arquette's an actor. And I do respect the fact that Arquette came back and trained yeah. and tried to be a legitimate wrestler. And, you know, he can, I consider him a, a, a wrestler. Um, but if you don't want your, your your face getting sliced up or cut and all that kind of, it's like, then maybe you shouldn't do this deathmatch stuff, dude. Yeah. Like, because, you know, if, if it's going to affect your, your main gig, which is acting, I think that's probably what he makes yeah. a lot of his money on. Yeah, you shouldn't get in there and 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 do a death match because you're gonna get cut. <laughs> you're gonna get sliced up. Like it's just it's what a death match is. If yeah. you ain't bleeding, it ain't a death match. My thought was he probably thought it was just like a really big hardcore match. Yeah, and didn't re- really realize that it was like no, nah, like really gonna fuck you up. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Like yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, actually, I, but the whole dark that episode I thought was very interesting it gave oh, yeah. me a whole new perspective on uh, on Nick Gage it's kind of cool that you kind of get like this sort of mainstream like like you know documentaries on guys that aren't like they're not they're Brian Pillman's a bigger name oh yeah but like most people don't know the story of Nick Gage and it's really it's a really interesting story yeah and I don't know if there's any other scenario that that story would have been told if it wasn't for Dark Side of the Ring so yeah very true man very true but uh, let's see what else is. Oh, there was some. Uh, this is news to Adam. I uh, yeah. I told him about this when he uh, when he came over. A lot of cuts uh, from NXT today. A lot of cuts. They they released a, a handful of people. It's pretty interesting. I just had it up. Now I got to look on my uh, on my Twitter and well, find it. The the big one I just saw right off the bat, and not surprising at all, is Drake Wirtz. Yes. He's kind of lost his mind recently over this, the last couple of weeks. So when I went and did my WWE tryout, I said hi to, to Drake. And that's basically the only reaction I, I've really had with him, was just saying hi. Yeah. But I've talked to plenty of people that have worked on the independence with him back in the day, and they said he was the nicest guy. They said he was like a pleasure. Yeah. You know, like Benny had a lot of matches with him. Um. You know, I've heard other wrestlers say, like, man, he's he's a really nice guy. Yeah. When he got signed, I was super happy for him because there were so many people that I liked that were happy. And I was like, okay, I guess he's a good guy. Like, I don't know him, but, yeah. you know, I saw I saw him have a match with Benny at PWG. So, oh, was, seen... that, was that the, uh, like, the hardcore match? It was, I don't, I don't know if it was, like, a strictly hardcore match, but they definitely did a lot of, like, strong style stuff. Like, yeah. they do, like, vertebrakers to each other and <sighs> stuff like that. I think I, I've seen clips of this match. Yeah. And those vertebrakers... The crowd went nuts for it. I like, can understand yeah. it. But to me, I go, oh, that, yeah. that looks scary, man. It looks scary. But, uh, yeah, so here's here's the the names that were released. Was The first one is Alexander Wolf, And then this one, I'm not sure how to say this name, Kavita Devi. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Drake Wirtz, Drake Younger. Uh, Brandy Lauren, who I believe came from Evolve. Yeah, she's uh, Joey Janelle's girlfriend. Oh, really? oh she yeah. okay. And then Jake Clemens, who is a ref, mm-hmm. I believe. 
And then Jasmine Duke, who is uh, Ronda Rousey's friend. That one surprised me. Why? Because of... Just uh, because there's like the connection. They they still have always teased doing the four horsewomen of wrestling versus the four horsewomen like, of Ronda's posse. Yeah, I think but that, obviously that's a long way off because Ronda's pregnant now. So you're talking about another year and a half. Maybe. I think that ship sailed. The ship has sailed, but I am still surprised because they never really actually gave her a chance. Maybe she asked for it. Maybe she wants to go back in MMA because maybe she's not enjoying wrestling. Yeah, maybe. And then uh, you have uh, this one's uh, interesting. It's uh, Ezra Judge. This is EJ. He actually trained at Level Up. Okay. And he got signed. I'm guessing about a year ago, something like that. And then Vanessa Bourne, which actually I'm surprised to see that one because they were trying to make a pretty good push for her. I believe I thought on yeah. NXT. Yeah, they were pushing her for a while. Like I don't know what's going on over there because they had two women that they released. Pre- Chelsea Green they released recently too. Who? Yeah. I was surprised because she's really talented and really good and. I think so too, man. I saw Chelsea Green in person one time. What a smoke show! Yeah, she is beautiful in person, man. Um, but yeah, that's that's nuts that I saw that Vanessa Bourne she got cut because I thought they were trying to make a a serious push for her. But hey, man, sometimes you just you, you try to to put get somebody over, and it just doesn't work. And I don't know what you can do from there. So yeah, man, they had to. Uh, Make some room in NXT, and I, I can't blame them. They, there's a lot of people signed to development and to the NXT roster, and you know yeah. there, you can only have so many uh, so many fish in the pond. And especially right now, like with all the stuff Drake's been doing recently, I don't know if you've seen any of these things he's been doing. These he's been going to these, yeah, these I mean, these political rallies and talking about child kidnapping, and yeah, he's been going to like school board meetings and. Yeah. Uh, uh, where is that? Somewhere in Florida. Yeah, it's Seminole County. Seminole Florida. County, that's it. Like in, you can't do that because WWE tries their best to remain as impartial looking as they can politically. Yeah. Even even though, you know, Linda McMahon was in Trump's cabinet, but like they try as hard as they can to shy away from that. And there's like one of their main refs, a guy who, you know, has been seen on TV, was on a ref to match at WrestleMania a couple years ago, and he's just out there screaming about kids wearing masks and yada 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 and it's just like you know char- yeah like kidnappers kidnapping and trafficking like, it's and all just that kind of yeah stuff. like he got i uh i'm not you know his opinions are his opinions oh, of course and uh i'm not gonna fault somebody and be like oh you're obviously a horrible person because you think this hey man if that's his opinion and that's what he thinks yeah uh you know hey so be it but when you're you're phoning in wearing in your, your NXT shirt, your your company shirt and all that kind of stuff and there might be some blowback. There might be some blowback. Yeah. And I, that's you have to decide do you want to lose your job over this? Because it, it's going to happen if you get that far into this stuff. Like if you get the far into like where you're like the leader and you're like the rah rah speech guy like like you said his opinions are his own and I'm fine with his opinions yeah. but you have to look at like where do you work? Like if you work for like a if you work for like Google, you can't be out there like preaching this shit because Google doesn't want to be affiliated with that. WWE is a big company. They're hoping to one day probably, you know, sell it off to a big company like Disney or something like that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's what a lot of companies do nowadays is, Hey, you can have social media, you can go do whatever you want, but understand that you can't be identifying yourself as an employee of ours. uh, Whether that be like in the title of, 
of your social media, like your Instagram or your Twitter, saying like, "Hey, I work at so and so," or you know, you work your you have your company uniform on and, and you're out there saying this guy. The companies give you the heads up, like, "Hey, man, you know, keep it quiet." Yep. You know, like I don't know, it's it's strange, man, but he believes it. You know, I don't I don't know if he's wrong or right. It, it does seem kind of you know out there yeah a little a little far out there but i mean other people believe the goddamn earth is flat <laughs> you know so you're allowed to have your own opinions your people, own thought process people in the wwe believe they're at this flat who thinks who thinks they're at this flat? uh brian's made a couple of jokes to aj styles in interviews and aj's kind of like not oh. denied it like, oh really so it's kind of like maybe aj believes there's like He's one of the people that doesn't fully go into it, but he's like, there's some interesting information, which is what people say. And I go, yeah. okay, huh. there's not, but sure. <laughs> there's... Um, and then I also asked, did you see the thing with Ricochet? And I was going to talk about this. EO, Sh- EO Shirari? Yeah, so Ricochet basically got heat for being confident in himself. Yeah, I thought this was kind of interesting. So he... Uh, um, the tweet's been deleted, I think. Yeah, it got deleted, but obviously tons of people have the picture yeah. of it. Uh, let me find it real quick. He wrote... Um, I, I saw it, and I'm like, it's not really bad what he wrote at all. <laughs> at yeah. all. But uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, you should have just said, yeah, she's really good. Like, yeah. I don't know. What, what was the start of it? Do you know? He posted something where he says, nobody can do what I can do, blah, 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 blah. And then someone said, what about Io Shirai? And he's like, he's like, she's she's awesome, but she can't even come close to doing the things I can do. And he, how to. so here's the response: I'm not saying she's not amazing; she 100 percent is, but I can do everything she can, probably even better. She can't do what I'm capable of, maybe not even half. Uh, I'm gonna have to agree. Yeah. With what he says there, and now you know, I think uh, Io Shirai. I, I've seen her stuff. She, she's awesome. Man. Yeah. She's a great, great wrestler. But Ricochet is literally influenced this generation of wrestlers. You know how many wrestlers are trying to duplicate what Ricochet is doing? Yeah. And they can't. They think in their head, they go, oh, man, I look good. Yep. And then, you know, I look at it and I go, "Uh, yeah, I mean, if you think you're you're good at doing it and you're confident, go for it. But it don't look like – everybody tries to emulate Ricochet now. Yeah. Everybody. There's a certain section of wrestlers that no matter what they tweet, people get up in arms about it. He's one of them. Uh, Moose is one of them. Casey Cannizzaro, who's his girlfriend, is one of them. Like, no, without fail, people will get offended by most of what they say, even though it's not like cr- controversial at all. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's it's wrestling Twitter, wrestling Twitter that says everything is cool, and then zombies show up at a pay per view, and everybody loves it. And I go, that's weird. <laughs> Why? I saw. I, I didn't watch the. I didn't watch it. I don't watch it either. But uh, I saw my my buddy Anthony Green, who uh, is now August Gray, yeah. was dressed up in zombie attire. What was the point? What are they trying to push? So Batista has a movie coming out on Netflix. Oh, the, that's right, the Zack Snyder movie. Uh, so apparently the match was based around zombies. I don't know. I felt really bad for Miz because he tore his ACL in the match. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's out for nine months or whatever it is. Who was he wrestling in the match? Uh, Damian Priest. Did you see? I didn't. I don't. I don't know when it happened. I don't even know if the zombies being involved had anything to do with what happened with him. But I just know in the match he got hurt. And I just know there's so many like dumb things that happen in WWE all the time. But like for some reason the zombie thing was like it's cool, it's fun, and I'm like okay, 
Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah. All right. There's really there's really nothing you can say about it. I didn't watch it, so I don't have much of a zombie lumberjacks. Thing to say. Zombie lumberjacks. All right. Yeah, it it is what it is. Yeah. If they tried to pull that in two months when they have live crowds again, I guarantee it'll get booed out of the building. You know what's very interesting? If if they did that on the indies, over as fuck. Of course. But you have so much more freedom on the indies because people go, oh, it's supposed to be stupid. It's supposed to be. You know, we can push. We can we can push it you know a little bit further than a huge billion dollar company yeah that has nationwide worldwide TV yeah you know it's weird man actually we were I was having this conversation I don't know if it was like really a conversation it was more just like people putting their inputs in right yeah. at that level up and so you know to me if I see an intergender match I'm fine with intergender matches yeah but do play it accordingly you know if i have a guy who's very big maybe 200 plus pounds uh wrestling a girl let's say that maybe 150 pounds you know something like that there's obviously a big discrepancy in weight yeah right and that means strength and i always say man you know play the match out appropriately to where it's almost where it's believable like you would do with a large guy and a, lar- a small a small guy exactly i cannot i cannot not see yeah. the discrepancy it's like when pwg used to have the candace matches i was always like i don't have problem with intergender wrestling but candace is smaller than everyone yeah so in those matches she should be treated like the underdog and there were a lot of matches where she's going move for move with some of these guys who are bigger than her and it's like all right well Step it back a little bit. Yeah, like, I don't have a problem with it. Like it is what it, people liked it. Yeah. So if if the if your fan base likes what you're doing, go right ahead and do exactly. it. Exactly. Go for Who it. Who cares? Like, who cares what I think? Who cares what Jim Cornette thinks? It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. And this is yeah. The, like I said, this is just what I think. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. can have their opinion and 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 work it how they want. And if it works for them, great. You know. Um. But you know, I do see differences yeah. as far as size wise like so i think hey you know maybe play this match out accordingly to the size difference and um you know some people say oh man it's 50 50 you know like people don't see the 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 difference anymore they just they just want to see wrestling and i'm like eh, in my opinion is now you're calling the fans you know uneducated or or kind of stupid it's like you know there's a reason in this world why you know, there's that there's that general rule: don't hit don't for guys not to hit a woman yep. in society, right? So, obviously, when I see a and obviously in sports, you know, in major league sports, uh, you know, in the UFC, in yep. combat sports, you don't have men and women compete against each other. You don't have men and women fight each other. It's because there's a very big difference, physio- physiology yep. and and size wise, and. Uh, you know, so I, I I say bring that to the wrestling. Yeah. Let them compete. You know, let them perform with each other in the ring, yeah. but maybe make it a little believable. Yeah. I don't care if the woman wins the match. Like yeah, that I don't doesn't give a it shit. doesn't matter to me. Just like make it like how use psychology like you would with a big man versus little man. Yeah. Exactly. Like if Marco Stunt is wrestling like Miro, I don't want Marco Stunt going fifty fifty with him. No. I want if if, if he Marco Stunt's gonna win, great. But at least like have Miro beat the shit out of him for. 70% of the match yeah. to like get like the su- surprise win like yeah, it's just exactly. the way it is like the, the guys that are 5 4 5 
five. Like sometimes you just you have to wrestle that way. Like you're not everyone can be a main eventer. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. And also, I you know my my idea when I when I go to wrestle a female, uh, and I've only done it once, and it was against Ray's. Okay, and it was a fa- I loved it, man. It was, and it, it was and with her, it's different because she's a badass, and she is size wise about the same as some guys. So it's like I would say. Yeah, you're correct. She's she's obviously a little bit more uh, uh, visually more intimidating yeah. than a lot of other uh, girls on the scene. But still, you know, there is that yeah. discrepancy of a uh, male and female. And even, you know, I, I have no idea what, you know, the weight difference is. But I guarantee I am stronger, right, than, 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 than she is. And uh, – but my idea is I – if I hit if, – if I'm wrestling a female – and I'm punching her in the face. I'm kicking her in the gut. I'm slamming her, you know, like giving her big slams, and she's kicking out. I'm I'm killing myself. Yeah. Because, you know, now I'm you know now I I can't put away a girl. Yeah. You know, uh, with my punches and my kicks and my slams. So you know, I'm kind of you know ruining myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm burying myself. Whereas if I let the Here's my idea is let the girl do everything to me. Yeah. Because if I kick out, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just my, my, my power, my, my power bar, you know, like on yeah. street fighter and, and, and mortal Kombat, yeah. is lowering. It's lowering. Right. And all of a sudden the, 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 the difference, the, the, the discrepancy, you know, as far as uh size, yeah. anything like that now it becomes, Oh, okay. Now, now, now Camden's beat down a little bit. Yeah. You know, I've been throwing punches at, at at the girl, my opponent, but she's she's slipping them, she's she's ducking them, she's uh, she's hitting counters on me, and and now I'm getting beat down, right? And then maybe I hit the female, my opponent, with one big slam, yeah. or I give her a kick to the stomach, and you know I I kind of like I let them be strong, and say okay there there you go, I I got one in on you. Now it's time for me to take three or four, yeah, you know, and, and kind of until we even out, and then towards the very end of the match, now we're even, you know, like now, okay, we gotta either if I'm going over, I gotta find a way to 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 put this chick away, and and uh, and, and finish the match, and or you know, like something happens to me and, and you know I lose, but yeah. that's just my idea. Is it's easier for it, you know. And, and by the way, this um, this is just what I believe. This is just what I believe. I'm not saying this is how a, a male female uh, match should, an intergender match should should be. No, this is the way that I like it to work. Yeah. This is the way I like to work it. Is that I can get beat down. I can take a lot more, and me kicking out is a lot more believable than me hitting, punching yeah. a girl opponent. I have to say girl opponent for some reason because I feel like just saying if I hit a girl, <laughs> you know, like it sounds really bad. Yeah. Um, you know, me, you know, throwing a bunch of kicks and punches and slams at a girl. And then if I go for the cover and she kicks out, the fans go, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Of course, some people might be like, oh, that's real misogynistic thinking of you. But hey, guys, it's just what it's just what I think is appropriate yeah. towards a match. And I'll work – at intergender matches all the time. I don't yeah. give a shit. Like I said, I had that match with Rays. It was one of my favorite matches I've ever had. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. But I don't know. In general, like just, you know, use psychology with everything, even in a man, woman match, like 
the psychology has to change a little bit, obviously, but there's still psychology to it. Yeah. And not everything is misogynistic. If you're like, no, nah, I don't want to take that because if you tell a guy, I don't want to take that move. That's like, if you're a guy wrestling a guy, that's not a big deal. No. But why is like, why is saying no to something else to with a woman? Why is that as a bigger deal? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, that's just my uh, opinion. Yeah, pe- on how people I work. people feel very strongly about it, one way or the other. And I'm like, you can be in the middle with it. It's okay. Like you can say, eh, I don't really like it. But then yep. you can go when they have a good match. You're like, oh, well, that was good. Yeah. Anyways, um, what else going on? Heading out to Vegas this weekend. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And do some we- gambling. No, I, I ask you this every week. I hate and, and you. I know what you're gonna say. I mean, maybe I'll throw like money down on roulette you know you should throw money down on your match yeah once you find out bet on my match <laughs> uh but no i don't really give a shit about gambling but there's gonna be a lot of people out there man it's gonna be a fun time I, yeah. I, i'm only out there for saturday night and uh flying home late s- sunday night but it's gonna be fun i think i have two matches on saturday and i think i have a match on sunday yeah, when you put the when they put the thing out, I only saw both your matches for Saturday. I didn't yeah. see anything about your Sunday match. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm working on Sunday too. But I'm looking forward to it, man. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. There's gonna be a lot of level up people out there. There's gonna be a lot of Vegas people out there. I'm looking forward to it, man. I feel like this thing's gonna be a, a good time. I'd be interested to see uh, who's out there because yeah. apparently this this convention's a pretty big deal. The Bud Tenders Awards or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> uh, a lot of you know this this weed stuff's blowing up. Yep, blowing up, and with that, you got a lot of money getting getting put into this stuff. So that's gonna be cool. Really, yeah. uh, lo- really looking forward to it. Gangrel is gonna be out there. Look forward to seeing him. I haven't seen him in a long time. And yeah, man, you'll finally get to talk about wrestling on the wrestling podcast. He started like a year and a half ago. Yeah, haven't had much wrestling to talk about on most of the episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's Devin at? That's right. Know. He's up north. He's he doesn't answer north. my phone calls anymore. He's up north. Canna Pro shows uh, have a venue change. I'm not exactly sure. Go check out Canna Pro on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter. I'm sure they have all the information. I think it's a dispensary nearby or something. Yeah, yeah. Very how's uh, how's the other podcast doing uh, with you and uh, Ellis? It's good. Uh, the last couple of weeks we've had to do it just me and him. My other friend has been working early, so. You know, it's kind of just morphed into we just turn, hit the record button and talk about whatever. Cool, man. So, and that's the random, random podcast to be named later. Excellent. It's, you can I, I tweet about it when it comes out. It's going to come out the same day as this podcast, actually, because we're recording tonight at like one in the morning. So when you're done listening to this, flip on over to the rand random podcast and, to be named uh, later. What do you guys usually cover on that? Just anything. Yeah. Sometimes it's baseball. Sometimes it's wrestling. But I talk about wrestling with you. So by the time I get on with him, I'm basically repeating the same shit I said to you. That's all it is, man. So I'm just like, like the last couple weeks we've talked about like baseball, just and then just normal stuff like relation their relationship stuff and just chat about whatever. You doing relationship advice? Not relationship advice, but like we cover like pet peeves that we have of like Shit, dating I'll, and I'll give you up, man. You want relationship advice? You come to this guy right here. Yeah. I'm pointing at myself. You're the most happily married man I know. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, I, you know, you learn how to, you know, deal with certain things and you move along. Yeah. 
That's it, man. Every relationship you're gonna fight. Every relationship yeah. you're gonna fight. You know, some more than others. Yeah. Uh, some a little bit more unhealthy than others, and you go, oh, I think you guys maybe aren't good for each other, but yeah, maybe there's something that we don't see. Uh, but yeah, everybody, uh, you know, everybody gets into arguments, uh, no matter how long you've been married and how much you're in love. Uh, but you talk about it, you talk it out, you figure it out, you keep on rolling. Man. That's the key. If you fight, how do you follow the fight up? Do you follow it up by trying to peacefully restore, you know, calmness to it? Or do you continue to poke? Some people I know continue to poke. Some people continue to poke, but it's also about like discussing problems at the right time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you got into an argument and you're in a, you're in a, a certain place environment where there's other people probably not the best time to try and hash it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe wait until the morning. Yeah. Don't, don't fight in front of people. If you're, if you're, if you're intoxicated, never a good time to try and <laughs> make up and talk it out. It's always, Hey man, maybe just wait till the morning. Wait till the morning when you're both sober, talk it out a little bit. Or, you know, it might just be, hey, maybe you just got to sleep on it, right? I know there's, like, that rule that some people have, like, don't go to bed mad at each other or something like that. Like, I don't I don't really agree That's with bad that. advice. I don't agree with that. You know, like, hey, go to sleep, give it a little bit of time, and then you talk about it, yeah. and, and you say, hey, you know, cool, let, let's, let's talk about this with cool heads. Yeah. When you're angry is the worst time to talk about yeah. stuff because you're just going to make it worse. Yeah. I, uh, you know, this is, this is something with wrestling also, you know, you come back from a match, maybe somebody got stiffed, uh, maybe somebody got a little injured, maybe somebody was a little too snug, and, uh, you know, if, if you're upset with your opponent, when you come back through the curtain, give it five minutes. And, and I've experienced this. Give it five minutes. In five minutes, you, a, a lot can change in five minutes. Yep. You know, you you start thinking about the whole situation. You start thinking about, okay, how am I going to handle this? You know, maybe your first instinct but when you, when you came behind the curtain was punch that motherfucker. But the five minutes let you cool down a little bit, made you think about it and say, hey, if I punch him, I might never get brought back. Yeah. And I might have a bad reputation and people going down, you know, going forward, maybe people don't want to wrestle with me because they know that if I get upset with you, I might punch you in the back. You know, like that's not a good reputation to have, right? So, yeah, man, you know, sometimes you just got to take, you know, take us separate for a few, maybe one night. And I'm not saying like separate, separate, like maybe somebody sleeps on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody sleeps on the, on, in, the, in the master bedroom. You, you can also sleep, both sleep on the master bedroom too. That's fine. If, if you can work out, just give it a little bit of time, man. Give it a little bit of time. I, I, if, if, if there was a couple in this world that said we haven't fought once, I would show you a liar. It's liars, right? Plural. Cause there's two of them. Yeah. There's, you shouldn't have pride not fighting because that means that you haven't really delved into like, serious matters and you're just you're still in that honeymoon phase yeah yeah man arguments and uh you know bickering amongst uh, in in a relationship it it makes you how strong is this relationship yeah i could get so mad at you one night but yet it's still not enough to break us up that's a good thing to know yeah right whereas you know if you've never let's say like you get into like uh Let's say you're quick to pull the trigger and you're a person that's like, yeah, I've been dating this girl for three months. It's going really well. I'm going to ask her to marry me. And then you don't have your first 
you know, huge argument until, uh, you know, maybe that's it's closer to the wedding date. Yeah. Whew. And you go, oh, I can't handle this shit. What the hell did I do? I, I got I to gotta find a way out of this. You know, psycho. I also agree with what you said in a past podcast. Like, you should live with your significant other before you marry them. 100%. Because what if you move in with them and you realize they're a total slob or they hate the way that you live and that Could you imagine? alters your relationship? Could you imagine? And by the way, this is a huge step in relationships. I, my wife and I, I don't think we'll ever get to that. But you ever hear about like those relationships where they, 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 they like poop in front of each other? Yeah, I could never do that. Whoa, no, that's, whoa, that's, whoa. That's a little too much. Pump the brakes. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, you imagine just, like, brushing your teeth and your significant other just coming in and, like, taking a shit. What? Yeah, I don't think I don't think in my current relationship that'll ever happen because every time now she sits on the couch and moves and it sounds like a fart, she has to tell me, that wasn't a fart, that was a couch. <laughs> and I look at her, I'm like, I don't care if you did fart. Like, it's not a big deal, but. Yeah, yeah man. You got to know about somebody before you move in with them. Yeah. It's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. All right. We're, we're running out of topics yeah. to talk about because well, congrats we to Dom. Oh, that's right. Dom became a tag team partner with his father. Yep. Something he's talked about on the pod before. Yeah. That he wanted cool, to have man. happen. Did you watch that match? No, neither did I. No offense, Dom. I'm sure I'll watch it one day. Just, uh, I was in Mexico. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I haven't watched much wrestling recently. I watched AEW last week. So. And I don't have a uh, peacock. Okay. That's true. I don't, I think it was on SmackDown, but. Well, maybe, no, maybe it wasn't pay-per-view. I don't, I have no idea. Was it on, was it on Backlash? I think it must have been. WrestleMania Backlash, Mike. Has it always been WrestleMania no, Backlash? It just started this year. So everyone's made the joke that now every pay-per-view is going to be like WrestleMania Money in the Bank, WrestleMania SummerSlam. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't no. understand why you have to say WrestleMania Backlash. I don't know either. Can't it just be Backlash? It's always in Backlash. It's always in Backlash. It's always the, the pay-per-view right after WrestleMania. Yeah. That's the point. Backlash is the backlash from WrestleMania. Man, I remember when like WrestleMania like or when pay-per-view names used to be so awesome, man. Yeah. They used to be great. And now it's like, eh, do I need a fast lane? No. And especially when they had do like fast lanes three three weeks before WrestleMania. I'm like you should probably just have a pay-per-view a month before and then plan it. Yeah. But yeah. What was anyway. that used to be like No Way Out? Is that still a thing? No Way Out? I don't think they do No Way Out anymore. Armageddon? No. Yeah. I think they stopped doing Armageddon after 9-11. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that was... I think 2001 is the year they renamed Armageddon something else. What else did they have back in the day that was like... like Judgment Day. Judgment Day. These were like cool pay-per-view King names. of the Ring I used to love. King of the Ring. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Royal Rumble. Nothing is as good as Great Balls of Fire, though. That, that was a recent one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a terrible name. And they never did it again. Great balls of fire. What the fuck? Who thought that was a great name for fucking a pay-per-view? Someone probably just wanted to use the music. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Do, do, do. Great balls of fire. I don't know. Interesting. But Dom is a champion. Yes, congratulations, Dom. That's a, uh, that's a hell of a accomplishment. Now we can't ask him anymore who he beat. And, uh... And they are the first father-son tag yep. team, right? Like yep. uh, champions? Yep. That's cool, man. It makes sense. You know, Ray started and he was pretty young, so it makes sense that he'd still be wrestling when his son started wrestling. You know what I mean? God, man. Ray's been wrestling forever. Yeah. Forever. Love to know his secrets. Wait, no? I'd love, oh, to, know love, his, to, I'd love to know the secrets of how he still looks 
pretty close to what he did when he first started. I, I'm, I'm still amazed. Like, I know he's obviously suffered injuries. Yeah. But he he still goes, man. Yeah. It's not, that style of wrestling is unforgiving. You know, like, you get hurt wrestling the style of wrestling that, that Ray does. I think what helped him is right before he left WWE, a couple years before, I think he was injured a lot. So he didn't wrestle a lot. Uh-huh. And then when he left WWE... He didn't wrestle as much. He would it would be more sporadic. So I think his body just had time to heal, probably. Yeah. Because you know he's been going hard since mid nineties. Like, dude, I remember he. I went. I went into level up one day with uh, Dom, Hunter, Benny, Ray, and uh, and Dom and Ray wanted to like test some tag team the uh, tag team stuff out. Man, there's just a different mindset, dude. Like with Ray, he was like trying to do stuff where it's like yo dog like you, you might get hurt yeah <laughs> you know and he's just like i want to try it yeah and it, like i remember at one point he had i was catching him out of a backflip and i was so nervous because I was, I was supposed to catch him it was very awkward too yeah but i was just like holy fuck man like i'm not gonna be that person that like drops ray mysterio and gets like he gets hurt a lot you know or gets hurt yeah. badly you, you don't know? want to have that anxiety of i'm the one that hurt ray like, yeah that type of exactly stuff. so i remember i was just like oh and i had to like i think i did it like four or five times like having to catch him and i'm just like nervous as shit too like every time i had to do it but well if you look at it from his perspective i'm sure he doesn't just wouldn't just try something like that with someone he didn't at least know he could trust a little bit Eh, ray don't know me that well I bet Ray couldn't even pick me out of a lineup. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I'm sure Dom says nice stuff about you, so maybe that more. I, I hope know. I hope Dom says says something nice about me. Well, All right, man. Let's wrap. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, I'll be out in Vegas this weekend. Um, that's the 22nd, 23rd, at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino for the Bud Tenders Award. How much are you charging for pictures? I'll I'll give him for free. Okay, I'll give him for free. If you want to get a picture with Mike Camden, I have no problem giving free pictures pictures up. And um, and then on the thirtieth, we will be at the uh, where are we gonna be at that day? That's Level Up Pro Wrestling Show. I'll be wrestling Judiz. Okay, and I believe that is behind the school. I believe that is behind the school. Let me look at it real fast. Ready or not? Level Up Pro Wrestling School. Yes, it's going to be in the back. So go check that out. It's going to start at 5 p.m. And that's May 30th. It's a Sunday. It looks like it's going to be $10. Should we go over the card real fast? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Card. First card. First first match is going to be Reptilio versus Remy Morgan. Then you're going to have the second match, Jackson Calhoun versus Shinobi. And then there's going to be a third uh, match, I think, if somebody accepts this challenge. It's a DTF. It's going to be his open challenge. And then uh, fourth match, you're going to have Sweet Robin Shaw versus Jesse James. That's a uh, – those, those are two big men. Hoss battle. That's going to be great, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, you're going to have a uh, – it looks like a six-man a six tag. This looks like it's MPW versus Level Up Pro Wrestling representing uh, – MPW is going to be uh, Brendan and Danny Devine and Diego Valens versus the team of Level Up Pro Wrestling that consists of Leo Canetto, Sexy Fab, and Jordan Cruz. Congratulations, Jordan. You uh, you just won the Heritage Championship 
up at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Congratulations, bud. Congratulations. And then here's the real main event, but it's not the main event. It's going to be myself versus Judiz. This is Julius's first match in a long, long time. But he's been in there. He's been training. He's getting right back to where he was. So it's going to be fun, man. I'm looking forward to that match. Then you're going to have a tag team match. It's going to be uh, Savannah Stone and James Brady versus uh, Hunter Freeman and Ruby Reyes. So there's a tag team intergender match. Main event is going to be a triple threat. Uh, this is the uh, the kids from 8-Bit Lit. Apparently, they don't, they're not getting along right now. Uh-oh. So you're going to have Casey Douglas versus Juan Matatoli, also known as J2, also known as The Playmaker, versus uh, Michael Hopkins, also known as The Most Athletic Wrestler. All right. That's May 30th. Level Up Pro Wrestling at 5 p.m., Oh, wait, no. Is it $10? It says here price-free, but then it has a $10 thing below. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Listen, bring $10 just in case. Yeah. All right, bring $10 just in case. All right, go check that out. And as always, all these cards are subject to change. You never know what's going to fucking happen. All right, you don't know what's going to happen. All right, man. Adam, you got anything you, you, you want to put over, man? I just listen to my other podcast. I only got two of them now. Only got two of them. Yeah. We'll see what happens. See what happens. All right, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, if you want the tip, you got to take the whole hog. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>